Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, UFOs over Maryland. Now, I've got a couple of articles uh, posted on Twitter. You can find the links there by going to UFO Warning or simply go to at Warning Sub UFO and you can find the links we're talking about. The first one comes from a link called NottinghamMD.com. Now this is from... I believe last fall, October 15th, 2019, and it says, Man Films UFO Over Baltimore from Key Bridge. Now, I watched this video. It's about a two and a half long minute video. I've also got the video link there. You can go to UFO Warning and just follow the, the link to YouTube. I thought it was actually a pretty decent, uh, a pretty decent video. It looks like a cylindrical object pretty good sized really he keeps talking about how huge it is and it probably is big it's hard to say exactly because it's hard to get a sense of scale you don't know how far away it is is the problem but it looks big even compared to the buildings and stuff that are uh, close to the guy filming and this guy has just pulled off the highway and he's taking his phone out and he's filming this thing and he's talking about as it talking about it as he films it and i'm really not sure why it hasn't got more more views. You know, I think sometimes people are just so skeptical that when we get decent quality, they just want to dismiss it as a hoax. And I'm I'm looking at this thing and, you know, if it's a hoax, he went to a lot of work to go out there and stand next to a busy highway and risk getting run over to film this, what looks like a, clearly a UFO. And, and it's not, it's not uh, something that's so far off the spectrum to me. I mean, it looks like so many other UFOs that we've seen. And we've had plenty of daylight sightings of these things. Just this guy happened to get decent quality uh, on video for about two and a half minutes. And it's not like it's so real that it's not believable. I just recommend watching it. It says, Baltimore, Maryland, something strange has been spotted in the skies over Baltimore. On Sunday, October 13th, that's what been last year, 2019, a man pulled over at the Key Bridge and filmed a strange, elongated craft flying over the city. According to witnesses, a white sphere was also flying around the alleged UFO, although that cannot be seen in the video. The man who filmed the video in the early morning hours says the aforementioned white sphere went up and down and in and out of the clouds. You can view the image you can view the footage in the video below. And then uh, they had some articles on, uh, excuse me, articles. They had some replies, you know, below this. And uh, it's just amazing how, well, frankly dumb some of the debunkers can be. And I won't even read a lot of these comments, but there were a couple on here where people talked about uh, other folks having seen uh, UFOs in this area right around that time. And another thing that I liked about this uh, sighting was the fact that you have the actual UFO sighted, which seems to be the object, and then you have the orb sighted in and around this thing, which is more or less a phenomena. And I want to just, not to get too far off track here, but before I get to the next article, I just want to mention, and you know, we talked yesterday on the show about, um, maybe it was two days ago, we talked about the Defense Department coming up with a new uh, UFO task force. And if you read um, the verbiage on that, they don't call them UFOs, they call them uh, 
unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs. And then they like to throw in the whole drone thing there, I think, just to kind of, you know, mix things up and, and put a little bit of silliness into it. But what really struck me is what we kind of touched on yesterday was this notion that while we are investigating objects, they are investigating phenomena. And I've seen a few articles uh, online today about this new task force being formed. And, oh, my goodness, it was so awesome. It's going to bring all this disclosure. And it's going to unveil uh, the secrets of the UFO, you know, that have been that have been withheld for years and years. And it almost seemed like the entire press, everything in the mainline media that talks about this, uh, is focused on unidentified flying objects. In other words, things are mechanical devices of some sort. While the Department of Defense is talking about focusing on phenomena which happen to appear in the air. And we could get into a whole uh, sidetrack on that with things in the air. And, and look at that from uh, you know, religious, biblical, even other religions point of view about things in the air. It's fascinating that the Department of Defense specifies that they're looking for phenomena in the air. And then, you know, as we talked about yesterday with all the things that go along with that. So they're studying phenomena. They're ghost hunting is what they're doing. They're not UFO hunting. The rest of us are out here looking for mechanical devices, people from other galaxies, wherever. And there was all this excitement in the news about that. Well, the Defense Department seems to be almost solely focused on phenomena. And you see this happen again and again in these UFO sightings. It's almost like we're seeing objects and phenomena in the same sighting, like with this one we just spoke of here in uh, Maryland, where the guy films this cylindrical object, unidentified flying object. And at the same time, we have this orb, which is almost like a phenomena, you know, flying around it. It just leaves us constantly uh, looking both ways. Like we talked about in the Tic Tac video, it's acting like nothing physical, but it's leaving a radar signature. So it would appear to be that's an object because it's reflecting sound or radar waves. I think it's important that we look at these sightings that we that we look long enough then we try to decide is this an unidentified object or is this an unidentified aerial phenomena because I don't think they're the same thing you know words have meaning and I think that I know I have been kind of overlooking this a little bit it's almost as if they're just putting it in our face you know UFO UAP not the same thing they very slightly changed the verbiage there and a lot of people and I've kind of went along with this too was just like well they're trying to rename what we've already seen when in fact they're very cleverly uh, laying out a cookie crumb trail there to let us know that they're going to leave us here back in the dust looking for ufos and they're going to go on up ahead and research the really interesting stuff the stuff that they could you know use to gain more control over us now we go on to the next article and this comes from uh, patch.com and I thought this was kind of cool. It says, UFO sightings in Maryland, what witnesses saw. And then it says, 2020 isn't a typical year. 
people all over Maryland have reported seeing things in the sky they just can't explain by Don Belt Patch Staff. And I noticed, you know, if you don't think that your news is spoon-fed to you, you can just Google this. And it seemed like all at the same time, a bunch of uh, very similar but slightly different articles came out about uh, UFOs, uh, clusters, and the numbers of UFOs being seen in Maryland in the past year. And they suddenly all decided to release articles within a few days of each other. I don't know if these guys just hang out in the same coffee room or if they all work for the same company or what. But you notice uh, if, the more research you do on UFOs, the more you're going to notice the stuff just... Uh, the headlines always seem to be um, herded together. It's almost as if they have an agenda to feed us. It's, it's almost impossible uh, to get around it. And, and, and sometimes you don't want to. Sometimes you just need to look at the headlines. And that's kind of what we're looking at today. Now, when we go down here, and it's got a cool picture on, you know, on the link. And as I said, you can link this at UFO Warning. But it says, Maryland, nobody can say 2020 has been a normal year. The coronavirus pandemic, cancellation of cancellation of many colleges, college and professional sports, social justice protest, and a very active Atlantic hurricane season, just to name a few things. While UFO Awareness Day was observed July 2nd, every day seems to bring reports of strange celestial sightings. It goes on and says, uh, Witness accounts from Maryland indicate there's plenty to see in the heavens, even though the state ranks in the bottom five for sightings. The National UFO Reporting Center has hundreds of reports of unidentified flying objects, piquing the curiosity of folks fascinated by the possibility that we're not alone here on Earth, and aliens from another galaxy are circling the planet in strange-looking aircraft. So in 2020, 1,232 UFO reports have been filed from Maryland, according to the National UFO Reporting Center. Some of the more interesting ones include, on May 27th, a report from Betterton said they watched a blinking object flying at very high speed in, nonsensical flight, in a nonsensical flight path for about two minutes. The reporter says, I was stargazing, having already seen a pretty bright shooting star earlier. I spotted what I thought was a shooting star quickly dash a short distance of sky before the light went out. Half a second later, the light came back on. I then thought it was <clears throat> I then thought it was a government aircraft moving at very high at a very high rate of speed. The object then took a 45 degree turn on a dime. Again, I thought it was an advanced military aircraft. After watching for about five seconds the object began blinking erratically and traveling in a nonsensical pattern with incredible ease. I was stunned at the ability at the ability to maintain speed while crossing over its own flight path. Well, this certainly does not sound like it's something that's humanly possible to make. Secondly, as we talked about with when we had the podcast here a couple weeks ago about the Tic Tac UFO, and you can go back and listen to that if you want, and I think that they calculated the G-forces at, what, what, 120, 130? You know, where a normal human can take, I thought they said eight? It's not that many. So you, these things, if you're out if you're out stargazing or looking up at the sky, 
you know, looking for UFOs, and you see something like that dart across the sky at a high rate of speed, and then it turns at a right angle. This is not human. If there was a human inside that craft, or whatever it is, that human would have been liquefied by those G-forces. People just can't sustain those types of G-forces. When you see one of the Starlink satellites go over, you'll notice, and there's a lot of now, apparently I heard in the thousands, you're going to see that little white light go across the, the sky, and it's going to go in a straight line. It's not going to zigzag back and forth. It's not going to make irregular tur- you know, turns because it's traveling at a high rate of speed. It's a mechanical device. It's in orbit, but it has to go in a straight line. Okay, now if it has a little bit of an angle to it, it's going to be very gradual. It does not make 45-degree turns. So there's no need to sit there and convince yourself that when you see something like this, that it's some sort of super weapon from the deep state. I honestly think if they had something that advanced, they would have already used it on us. That's just my personal opinion. Now we go here, it says July, July, uh, July 24th report from Hunt Valley said for 15 seconds the observer watched a constant light that did not have a tail and covered enough space to be moving 10 times faster than a plane. Now think about that. Your plane's going, what, five, 600 mile an hour? Maybe a little faster? This thing's got to be going 6,000 mile an hour then. Remember, at that speed, if it makes turns, it's gonna. It, that means it has to have tremendous G-forces involved. It says... July 4th report from Hunt Valley said for 15 seconds the observer watched a constant light that did not have a tail and covered enough space to be moving 10 times faster than a plane. I have seen a shooting star in a plane. Was not that. Well, you know, this sounds like something that might be one of the SpaceX or Amazon satellites. If it, these things do travel at very high speeds compared to a jet. Obviously, because if they fell below, what, 18,500 mile an hour, I think it is, they would come back to Earth. So they're going more than 10 times as fast as an airplane. They're going 30 times as fast. So when you see these lights, sometimes bright, but, you know, they seem to be about the size maybe of a faint starlight. And you see those things rocket across the sky. They're going to be in a straight line. Those are your satellites. Now, it says here on April 22nd, a report said... Tonight it was the usual ball of light that dimmed and brightened off and on, then disappeared. Last week, myself and my wife witnessed a red triangle that hovered above the tree line, then slowly descended beyond sight. And that's that's it for the description. Now, it would be nice if people could just give us a little bit more, but when you're talking about a UFO that somebody sees... You know, beyond the tree lines. That's within the horizon, say within seven or eight miles, probably a lot closer. That's a lot more, um, it's a lot more interesting to me at least. It's all, it, you're, you're bordering that close encounter of the second kind type thing, but it's not leaving evidence behind possibly, but it's close enough where you can make a very certain visual uh, identification of it that it's not a helicopter or a drone or anything like that. That's telling you that this thing probably wants to be seen, or at least doesn't care if it's seen. Here we go. On February 10th, a Rockville resident reported, while sitting in morning traffic on Highway 270 southbound right, southbound, right past the Wooten Parkway overpass, 
I looked up to the left and noticed a bright orange orb sphere to the east between College Park and Baltimore, approximately 5,000 to 10,000 feet in altitude. At first, I thought it was the, I thought it was the moon with orange illumination, but it was too small and too bright. That morning, it was heavy drizzle, so I thought I was stopped under a bright lamp, and the beads of water on the windshield was causing a refraction of light. I rolled my window down and looked with my eyes and saw a bright orb just in one spot, not moving as far as I can tell, for about two to three minutes. Then, like a light switch, it moved slightly and then just sped off, but faster than I've ever seen. Well, a lot of us have seen these orange orbs, and we can tell you that they're not Chinese lanterns, and they're not any kind of bull lightning that I'm aware of, but they are very strange. This orb, the one that I saw, was about the size of a cantaloupe, maybe, or, I don't know, maybe a bowling ball. Not 5,000 feet up in the air, but maybe a couple hundred. Drifted up a little bit, and then zipped just out. And what on earth these things are doing, I have no idea. If these things are a natural phenomena, that's possible. But you know, they're pretty rare if they are. We go on here, it says, You can read more UFO sightings from Maryland on the National UFO Reporting Center site. The notion, and then the article goes on, says, The notion of intergalactic travel got a boost when information emerged from the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, a shadowy $22 million Defense Department program that began in 2007 to investigate unidentified aerial phenomena. The multi-year program was shut down in 2012, but the Pentagon released UFO videos earlier this year. The Pentagon acknowledged the secret program to investigate UFO sightings in 2017, the same year as retired Navy Commander David Fravor dramatically recalled a confounding encounter with a UFO when he was conducting a training mission off the coast of California in 2004. <clears throat> The wingless oblong aircraft, the wingless oblong craft, about 40 feet long, was flying erratically through the airspace at incredible speed, maneuvering in a way that defies accepted principles of aerodynamics. Fravor didn't know what to make of it, but said it was not like anything he had ever seen in nearly 20 years of flying. He described the UFO as otherworldly. Quote, I can tell you I think it was not from this world, Fravor told ABC News. I'm not crazy, haven't been drinking. It was, after 18 years of flying, I've seen pretty much about everything I can see in that realm, and this was nothing close. goes on and says, Not all accounts are that dramatic, but there are more than a few head-scratchers among the witnesses' accounts. Your chances of seeing a UFO are better in some places than others, according to the ranking of states by SatelliteInternet.com. Those with the most sightings are Idaho, Montana, New Hampshire, Maine, New Mexico. The states with the fewest sightings are Texas, Louisiana, New York, Maryland, and Illinois. Now, you know, you have to wonder if that's not maybe because people in those states aren't reporting them as often, or maybe there's too much light pollution in the big population centers around there. But I really believe that anybody that looks up long enough in the sky and keeps an open mind will see one of these things, whether it's a you know, a massive cylinder object like this fellow filmed over Maryland or one of the orbs. Speaking of which, before I forget, one of the listeners from California, I believe, did email me a video of a couple of orbs that he had taken. I went ahead and I 
you know, I hadn't used my YouTube channel for a really long time because it's just kind of a pain to use. But I managed to get this thing uploaded to it and shared it there and on Twitter. So you can go to Twitter and watch it or you can go to the UFO Warning channel uh, on YouTube. There's not much on there, but you can watch the video there. I thought it was kind of interesting that the... Uh, uh, the video's a little shaky, but, you know, it's authentic, I think. And uh, it's fun to watch these things. And it's fun to kind of investigate this stuff together. There's also, if you follow the Twitter, uh, the Twitter, the Twitter account down far enough, I think you can find it on there. Another listener sent in a picture they'd taken out their side their car window. And I believe they said that they were on the Navajo Reservation out there in Maybe Arizona, New Mexico. Forgive me, I can't remember right now. It's kind of a cool pick, and they said that you can kind of see like the light on the, at the side. They said it was a UFO that appeared like a tower on its side, and I find that interesting because sometimes these things just seem to try to uh, assume the identity of something that's in the area. And I I didn't ask him, but I have to wonder if maybe there's not a tower around there somewhere or within a couple miles that this thing has has spotted and just it's like it's almost humorous you know you have this giant ufo trying to camouflage itself as something that is around but you know it's doing it in such a uh i don't know crazy way on its side but you know it just sees a tower it doesn't realize the towers stand up in the air they don't lay on their side suspended in the air that's why some of these almost looks like they're ai at work Kind of a clumsy AI program trying to, you know, trying to direct this thing how to camouflage itself. And that's why I have to tell you, I really believe that we're looking at so many different, so many different types of events that are happening. I think there is a difference between the objects and the phenomena. I could be wrong on this, but I think we have to be careful not to get pigeonholed into one thing here. Just like we can't get pigeonholed into maybe they're all bad or they're all good. you got someone like Dr. Stephen Gurr that seems to, seems to think that they're all here to help. And then you got other people that view every single one of these things as a threat. I tend to lean toward more of the threat side myself. But I'm not going to you know, just say, wow, we need to just blast every one of them with a nuclear weapon either. You know, I mean, I think we have to approach these things with an open mind. And that, I think that's part of investigating these things with an open mind is sometimes just turning away from the experts and turning toward the cell phone cameras. People pick the camera up, they film the UFO, and then we can decide for ourselves what we think it is. We don't have to be told what it is. We don't have to be told that, you know, a certain definition of what it is is not open for discussion or that, you know, it's this and nothing else. We can make up our own mind about it and try to make an intelligent decision based on the evidence that we find for ourselves. At any rate, we have several links there. Uh, if you like what you find in the podcast, you know, head over to Anchor. You can become a sponsor. And if you have a video you've taken or something, you can share it. You can send it to me through email. You can share it on Twitter. And we can, we can all look at it together and make up our own mind about what we think is going on. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.